Hello, this is the Buddhism Guide podcast, and I'm Kami Yeshi Rabge. You can find more of my podcasts, as well as blogs, videos, and guided meditation practices at buddhismguide.org. If you wish, you can support future episodes of this podcast by going to patreon.com forward slash Buddhism Guide. I hope you enjoy this podcast. This episode is called Strength of Mind and is taken from my new book, Open Awareness, Open Mind, which is available now on Amazon and Kindle. I think it's true to say that we become distracted very easily and find it hard to stay focused for any length of time. The mind lurches from one thing to another at a rapid speed, and then we wonder why our mind is not at peace. How can it be? It's exhausted. So, learning how to stay focused on a single object, thought, emotion, body sensation or experience, is going to cut down on distractions, and help strengthen our minds. One of the best ways to achieve single-pointed awareness is through meditation. To achieve the most from meditation, you also need to like, or at least have a positive attitude about the practice. It's a long-term process. It's not good enough to do a 10-day course and think, job done. That's just a starting point. If we want to live peaceful, purposeful and fruitful lives, we need to develop a mind of resilience and metal. Without fortitude of mind, we'll never achieve peace. To have strength of mind, four mental qualities need to be developed. These are purpose, persistence, sensitivity and analysis. So let's look at these four individually. The first one is, what's your purpose? When I first started meditating, many thoughts would pop into my head and start to hamper my meditation practice. I would suddenly start busying myself with non-essential work just to delay meditating. It was easy to lose interest because I wasn't seeing any immediate results. I even started to lack confidence because I thought I wasn't doing it right. This was all happening because I hadn't set clear goals or purpose for my practice. I sat down and started meditating because I heard it was good for me. So the starting point to strengthening your mind is to understand why you're doing the practice, what you would like to achieve and how you'll know when you've achieved it. All of these will give you a sense of purpose. If you wish to succeed in meditation, it's important to like the process. We need to allow it to capture our imagination and then it'll become easier to get absorbed into it. We can't just go through the motions and hope it magically leads us to where we want to be. We must have a purpose, an objective. When we go to the gym, our objective is to become fitter. When we go on a diet, the purpose is to lose weight. 
When we learn a musical instrument, we do so because we wish to play it proficiently. My point here is that whenever we start something, we should always have an anticipated outcome that guides our planned actions. Meditation is a practice, and as with all other practices, we need to be aware of how much attention we are paying to it, how closely we observe what we're doing, how effective we're being, and how much our personal well-being is improving. By looking at these points, your practice is going to improve. Once you've made all these points clear in your mind, you'll have your purpose and will be ready to move on to the next point. The second point is, can you persist? Even though we may have a clear purpose to practice, without persistence, success will evade us. To simply have a purpose is not enough. We need to take action. Otherwise, our purpose becomes ineffective and intellectual. Single-pointed awareness can only be gained through a force of effort and persistence. When these are applied diligently and in a balanced way, only then can our awareness become single-pointed. When I say balance, I mean not too forceful and not too lax. Consider how a guitar string needs to be tuned for it to give the perfect note. If it's too loose or too tight, you will not strike the right sound. Our persistence in the same way needs to be tuned. We have to be willing to put in effort, even though the results may not be noticed immediately. It's no good just to do a meditation practice when we feel like it. I understand that it's not easy to sit when we're tired, or to sit through pain, or even to sit for extra minutes. But if we don't, we're not going to progress on the path. It's inevitable that there are going to be times when you can't be bothered to do the practice, or you're too busy or too tired. These are the times we really need to stick with it and push through any obstacles we may have created in our mind. This is a key point to remember. These obstacles are all created by your mind. You are the one stopping yourself from meditating. Point three, are you sensitive? The next strength is sensitivity. We need to be sensitive about what we're trying to gain from the meditation, what effort we're putting in and what progress we're making. We also need to be sensitive to what state our mind is in when we come to the meditation. Sometimes our mind is overactive and at other times underactive. When this happens, you need to strengthen the mind before you focus on your object of meditation. If you're overactive, you can slow your breathing down. You can also ensure you're breathing from your abdomen region and not your chest. When you are underactive, you can speed your breathing up a little. You can even do some light stretching exercises to wake yourself up, such as yoga or mindful movement or Tai Chi. Try to be fully aware and engage with what you're doing and what results you're getting. Understand that you are not looking for future achievements or looking back over past experiences. You are being sensitive to what is happening right now, right at this moment.
When we're breathing, we need to be sensitive to each breath. When we're sitting, we need to be sensitive to how it feels to sit. When we look at our minds as though we're looking in a mirror, we need to be sensitive to our mental states. We have to be watchful of every aspect of the meditation. Going through the motions is just not going to cut it. You have to make the practice your practice. And we do that by having a purpose, putting in effort and being sensitive to what is happening during the meditation. So how sensitive are you to your practice? Look at these following points. Are you sensitive to the effort you're putting in? Are you sensitive to your state of mind before, during and after meditation? Are you sensitive to the quality of your breath or any other object of meditation? And are you sensitive to what hindrances are stopping you from meditating? Give these questions a lot of thought. The fourth and final strength is, do you analyse? Analyzing is another key to strengthen the mind. We need to clearly examine our tendency to fall into bad habits and wrong practices. It also involves learning to work with an imperfect mind and balancing our mental faculties. We need to analyze our meditation practice and not just sit there and hope for the best. If the mind is in no mood to focus on your object of meditation, don't give up. Investigate other topics your mind may wish to focus on. Try something different, like focusing on a candle flame, or chanting, or focus on body sensations. Explore new possibilities. If your new approach works, continue with it. If you notice it's not really working, be willing to stop doing it and try a fresh approach. I learnt this point the hard way. I was given a practice and I ploughed on for over a year, even though it simply wasn't working. I foolishly believed that my teacher knew better. We need to understand that we're all different and there isn't one practice that suits everyone. We must analyse our practices until we find one that works for us. Now, I'm not encouraging you to flip from one practice to another. Once you find a practice that works, stick with it. But until you find one that works, it's fine to experiment with different meditation styles. Remember, we're not looking for the most popular practice or a practice that proclaims it will lead you to enlightenment. We're looking for a practice that works for us, a practice that will calm our minds and make our lives less crazy. So, this is how we can strengthen our minds through various meditation practices. I hope you have understood that more than anything else, it's what you bring to the meditation that determines the results you'll get. This places the responsibility and the power clearly with you. This podcast was taken from my latest book, Open Awareness, Open Mind, and is available now on Amazon and Kindle. This is the end of this podcast, but don't forget, you can find more of my podcasts at buddhismguide.org. 
Thank you so much for listening. And until the next time, bye.